You're listening to the Multiverse Fancast, proud member of the Misfit Faction Media Network. All right, then. On with the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Multiverse Fancast. Don't forget, you can take us on the go with Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, or any other listening stations. You can also check out our website, themisfitfaction.com, where you can find some of Rob's articles, some pictures, as well as the podcast and other content. Uh, we are here today with a special guest. Um, he's been on the show before. We're going to start off introducing him first, and that is Mr. Sean. How are you, Sean? I feel like everybody just went like, oh, that guy? <laughs> no, not at all. They That's love you. Mr. Sean. <laughs> oh, I am good. I am good. I'm happy to be on here with you guys, as always, whenever we do these nice little uh, crossovers for the uh, comic book movies, because again, you know, except for special occasions, we don't talk about comic book movies on Cinematic Adventures. Yeah. So, we also have with us... Rob, Rob, how are you? I'm bringing the energy. How are you doing, Ronnie? <laughs> that was very unenergetic, but <laughs> I'll take Good it. I'm doing you. well. Thank you, sir. And as always, that's it for us. I'm just and let's kidding. talk about the movie. <laughs> Hi, Paul. Hey, Paul's here. How are you, Paul? A little sad now. I'm, th- I'm thinking. Do you need a, a back rub? I'm, I'm feeling a little crowded. I don't know about you. The last time we recorded, it was just the two of us. Just the really two of We've us. doubled the uh, amount of people in this room. It it's really to. hard to hold hands with everyone. I know. <laughs> why, I don't know why everyone needed to sit on my lap, but okay. <laughs> it's that warm, nurturing feeling that you give us. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, but we are here today. We are talking about Venom Let There Be Carnage. Before we get into that, though, we do have a bit of news that Rob is going to share with you all. Oddly enough, it was a really slow news. News week this week, probably because we're gearing up for a couple things, one of which is Comic-Con coming out, uh, which is next weekend in New York City, and also uh, DC Fandom, which is the week after that. So I, it's probably going to be a little slow till then. However, the three big things, one of which is related to what we're talking about, I'll save that till last. The first thing is Scarlett Johansson managed to settle her dispute with Disney. Now, what exactly does that mean? That doesn't mean they gave her all the money. That doesn't mean they gave her none of the money. In fact, we will never know what exactly that means because it is probably locked under files and and is ace. Just that. It's a settlement. Yeah. Um, Which, excuse me, (laughs) which means that they... Uh, had an undisclosed exchange of understanding information and possibly money where both sides were pleased. So that, that sounds dirty for us here. <laughs> for us, we are just very happy for Skojo and um, for the new baby as well. And we are just really thrilled that she's happy with this. That's all that really matters. Yeah. Yeah. So usually when something like this happens, we're going to see one of two things. One, we're going to see her just take a big cash payout, you know, whatever it is, yeah. uh, some sort of agreed upon sum. Or we're going to see her in a lot of Disney movies over the next couple yes. of years with a brand new contract that we'll know nothing about. Yes. Yes. Well, let's see if she gets added back to that uh, Tower of Terror movie she was supposed she to be did. a part of. She, she did, did get she added did. to that? Yeah, yeah, yeah that, she that's will be back apparently that. back on now. All right. Yeah. Good. What exactly is that? Is that based on the ride? Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. So we'll see what that's going to be. Yeah. Um, the next bit we have is the Umbrella Academy. Uh, announced, of course, we knew it's third season, but we didn't really know what it was about. However, they did finally announce it is coming in 2022, and it is going to be based on Hotel Oblivion, which is the name of the third volume uh, in the series on uh, by Gerard Way. Um, and it's named after a place where, quote, no one could escape. 
So it'll be nice to see that, considering that the last two seasons all had apocalyptic themes. This seems like it's going to be a little bit different in pace, so I'm very excited for Umbrella Academy. Are we, have you guys caught up on Umbrella Academy? That's only two seasons, no. so oh. yeah. yeah we, I managed to catch up because um, I'm still waiting for Stranger Things. That new trailer dropped also. Uh, yes, they did have week. a brief trailer for Stranger Things. That's so true. yeah, I, uh, Umbrella Academy is a good time. We we really enjoyed it. I, I think it's being hampered a lot by uh, the very long hiatuses that Netflix is, is yeah. experiencing. Uh, you got The Witcher coming out too this year. They just released a trailer. Yeah, so, December seventeenth. Yeah, Netflix had a big event where I forget what it was actually called, but they released uh, Cobra Kai, The Witcher, mm-hmm. like all sorts of trailers. So very exciting time. Yes. You guys Umbrella Academy fans? Sadly, no. no. Only oh, when okay. it's raining. Yeah. <laughs> I really it. encourage you to get it. First season, I will. I do understand First, some people, first season was a little hard to get into. Is and that the it one was. with the monkey? Yes. Right? You, yes, okay. it is. You that, were watching it. With, at the I was. Monkey, yeah. Well, yeah, I think I only watched like... Monkey Butler. The first... Well, not really. I don't think I even finished the first season, okay. though. I could understand that. Second season was a huge improvement. It was yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, and then finally, the and this this news will be dated by the time this comes out. However, it's worth noting that Venom, uh, because we're recording on a Saturday, we have Friday grosses for Venom, and Venom pulled in thirty-seven million dollars on Friday alone, which is the second highest Friday of the pandemic. The first one being um, Fast and No. No, I, it was either I think it was Black Widow. That's funny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And uh, right now, it was projected at seventy-one million initially, and now they're saying that it may go as high as eighty million for the weekend, which would be a very big opening weekend for Venom. What did Shang Chi do opening weekend? Oh, that is a great question. Shang Chi just just uh, broke. I mean, again, not saying much, but it's now the most uh, profitable movie of the pandemic era. I like how the guest host just came in and was like. Stump you guys. Yeah, right? Uh, well, well, thanks, thanks for the head fight, mister. $75 million for the three-day weekend, but right. since that was a Labor Day weekend, it came in at $94 million. And uh, Yeah, here it is. It was on their Friday. It was $29 million, which is below um, yeah. Black Widow and... Uh, Venom. So yes, we're very excited for for Venom to uh, have achieved that much in its first opening weekend, yeah. and uh, we're very excited to talk about it. We have not spoken much about it in this room. We all have seen it recently, and we're all eyeing each other uh, side eyed and trying, trying to, to read f- body language. Figure it out. So uh, I'll give the hosting duties yes. back to Ronnie because that uh, wraps up the news. <laughs> Thank you, sir, for that duties. All right. So what we're going duties. to do is we're going to go a little roundtable discussion. We're going to give our initial reaction to the movie um and then after that we will go into some spoiler territories all right so initial reactions we'll try to keep it non-spoiler for this and then we'll get hit some spoiler moments afterwards to start us off initial reaction paul oh i was really hoping you're gonna pick around i wasn't i wasn't looking him in the eyes i was trying to I was, I was so excited. You never know if when when someone's when the teacher's going to call on you, is it better to look them right in the eye or to look completely yeah, right? away? Weird. I was, I was looking at him in the eye and licking my lips. Weird. I looked at Ronnie in the eye and licked my lips, and he picked me. So strange. But anyway. Um, it just got my attention. I needed chapstick. So anyway. Um, initial reactions, Venom. Like, literally, the movie ended 45 minutes ago for us. So yeah. we, we have not had time to marinate because uh, – if you guys have listened to any of our past episodes, you know that sometimes our opinion changes over time, Justice League. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I, I will say, I, because I am a defender of the the first Venom, I do enjoy it. I, I recognize its faults. I recognize some of its shortcomings. This, <laughs> this movie, on on the most part, or for the most part, excuse me, 
uh, I enjoyed. I enjoyed mm-hmm. it. It was. I'm not gonna write home about it, but um, there are some great moments in it that I really did enjoy. There's some uh, some very interesting character choices that I may not have enjoyed, or creative choices I didn't enjoy. But for the most part, this movie, I, I thoroughly enjoyed. If you are uh, if you're a fan of I, I, good visual effects too, I think this movie blew the first one out of the yeah. water. There were some great shots. Like, even to the point, so to, when we went to see the movie, it was uh, Cinematic Adventure Sean, Multiverse Fan Cast Ronnie, Me Who Does Both, and Producer Melanie. Yeah, I, yeah, I, had, I went to the show that was two hours before you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Ironically, longer than the actual movie. Yeah. But, um, so we're watching it, and, and Melanie leans over, she's like, those are some really good shots. Just yeah. like, just like you know, especially from a first-time director. So, um, initial thoughts, positive, but uh, I'm ready to also be a little critical on it. All right, Rob. <laughs> All right, it is just typing out dumpster fire. <laughs> it is no secret that I thoroughly loathed the first movie. I mm-hmm. thought it was it might have been one of the worst movies I've, I've ever seen. Having said this, I didn't hate this movie. Okay. That's a good thing. Yeah. Um, I actually, I didn't, I didn't enjoy it and I totally recognize. Wait, does he realize this was Marvel? I totally recognize. <laughs> it's not officially Marvel, guys. <laughs> it, it is. Nah. Ah. It is. It said Marvel in the beginning. It's, uh, <laughs> I, I fully admit that it is complete and utter trash. It is not a good movie in the slightest. It was very middle of the road for me. But there were moments that I thought were I, – I will say it was a significant improvement over the first movie mm-hmm. for so, for a lot of areas. There were some areas it really wasn't like it was – and I'll get into that. But I will say that, yes, the effects were way better. Um, the tone was better. Uh, it was more consistent. But, boy, are there a lot of shortcomings with this one mm-hmm. too. Um, having said that, though, it's I didn't hate it. Okay. Sean? Ooh, okay. Well, I was I was a fan of the first one. Sean likes um, Topher Grace the most, though. Oh well, you can't beat Topher Grace as well. <laughs> I mean, come on, jeez. But I rem- when the first one came out, I went in that movie very cautious because I it was a straight cash grab for Sony. It was mm-hmm. clearly just a way for them to get some money because obviously you know with the whole MCU going on and Spider Man now being a part of the MCU, they were like, okay, well we need to do something here to you know make some extra cash on our hands. I walked into that movie pleasantly surprised, not for the the story, not for that. I walked into that movie because of Tom Hardy. That I that movie was carried solely by Tom Hardy, no one else. This movie came around, and I was very excited to see Woody Harrelson because I love Woody Harrelson. Mm-hmm. Anything he does, I think, is great. I think he's a very underrated actor. Um, I thought he was underused. I really, truly believe that, and we'll get into that a little more as we go on. But, again, I, this one I felt was good. It was just like the first one for me. It didn't blow me away, mm-hmm. um, but I just thoroughly enjoyed Tom Hardy's performance and Woody Harrelson and... Uh, for the most part, that's about it for me. But I'd give it, I'd give it a good, solid good. Okay. Me. A solid good. A solid, solid good. good. Title of Sean's sex right. tape. Solid good. Um, that's about right to me. I, I, I'm going to have to... Wasn't that an album in the 70s? Yeah, right? Solid good. I'm going to agree with all you gentlemen. Um, it was... What's the fun in that, man? Come yeah, on. right? No, it, it was definitely a vast improvement on the first one. Um, still had its faults, and... 
I would say this this movie was scary. I, I would say. I think that's like the best way to describe this movie is it's it's like oh, a scary movie. That was scary. And in, in, in like a couple in like different ways scary, you know. Um obviously Carnage was, you know, scary like he should be in this. Um That is a red one. <laughs> yeah, right. Um and then, you know, there were those couple of forced jokes and some some that weren't so forced, but definitely a big improvement on the first one. And like Paul said, the visuals to this were I don't know, ten hundred times better than the first one. Um but I think that's gonna wrap us up for initial reactions. We're gonna take a quick break and then we'll be back with some spoilers today's episode is brought to you by raise energy drinks from rep sports whether you're trying to crush your afternoon workout or just need a little extra pick me up raise energy is just the boost that you're going to need so if you go to repsports.com and any product that you order enter the code misfit89 at checkout to receive 15 percent off anything that you guys buy from that store helps our network grow and we fully fully appreciate everything you guys do that's misfit89 at checkout repsports.com and we're recording. Yeah, we are recording. <laughs> we are recording right now. <laughs> Thank you, humble listeners, for dealing with our shenanigans. Welcome back to the Multiverse Fancast. This is weird. I thought I was hosting. <laughs> I'm yep. so confused That's right weird. Now. I thought you were hosting, too. Start. <laughs> I was trying to, but you keep talking instead of letting me talk. It's a podcast? So, we are back from our little commercial break. We are going to go run down through our cast list. And then we're going to do a little roundtable discussion on things we like and things we maybe didn't like about this movie. To get things started off, we're going to be talking about Tom Hardy. He plays uh, Eddie Brock and Venom in this. Um, the next James Bond. No, I'm just joking. Henry Cavill. No. <laughs> Save that for another really? episode. <laughs> Wink. <laughs> do you really? Do you, no. 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 He, I don't think he'd be a good James Bond. It's just more there was an article saying that like he was actually asked about it, and he was yeah. just like, mm, maybe not, maybe, maybe so not. Who, do you say, who, do you, who would be your vote? Tom Hiddleston. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Henry Cavill. All right, so, sorry, sorry. so Tom, so sorry, Tom we're, Hardy. We're Idris, killing Ronnie here. Idris yes, so Tom Hardy, right? Um, I think we all agreed that in the first movie, he was the reason why it was... Why it sort of worked. Why it sort of worked, right? He's the only... For me, yeah. he's the only... I mean, it's it's very sad when you see an accomplished actor like Tom Hardy and Michelle yeah. Williams, who yes. has an Academy Award, um, doing stooping to this level yeah. but tom hardy at least knows how to lean into it yeah and and make it as much as he, and, and do as much as he possibly can with it so yeah. I, he is always a reliable actor mm -hmm. yeah I, I again i feel like he did just as well if not better being eddie brock and venom in this movie as he did in the first one and i i would say he probably carried this movie as well mm -hmm. you know, to, to be honest with you i agree which is sad considering you had the introduction. Yes, sir. Well, I think the thing that this movie really benefits from is Andy Serkis is a king of visual effects and motion capture. Like, yeah. he's done some of the best work in the industry. He made it mainstream with, with Gollum and King Kong, King Kong right. and uh, Caesar. So, 
Is he? But but from a technical standpoint or from an actorly standpoint? I think he just. I, and I don't know the answer to that. I, I would say more of the actor standpoint, but okay. I think at this point he has so much experience with that that concept and how it works and what doesn't work that. That's probably true. Yeah. There there is a. Are we, are we doing full spoilers for this? Yeah. Full, All right. Full spoilers. Yeah, after the commercial break, it's full spoilers. There is a the one, the scene where they're in the apartment and they're having like their fight. Yeah. Is fantastic because it's a nice mix of of practical effects, visual effects. Um, you know Tom Hardy getting thrown around basically, mm-hmm. and he's got to he's got to act against something that's not there. I mean, they did the uh, the Venom head uh, thing in the first movie where right. it like came out. It just talked to him though. Yeah, to see him actually really interacting with this and grapple with it, and it a it's a funny scene. Like we're, we yeah. were sitting there giggling. Like this movie really does well with the humor. Um, there's there's some cringy moments and sometimes where it's a little too much. Yeah, like when uh, Andy's like hitting on Mrs. Chen Venom. Yeah. Yeah. He's so big and strong. He's like, I know, no big deal. <laughs> but um, I, I really think that Tom Hardy is a great Eddie Brock. Even though Eddie Brock is very different in the comics. Like on the way home, I was explaining to producer Melanie, like, because she's like, he's very squirrely. Is he like that in the comics? I'm like, no. Yeah. Eddie Brock's a very depressing character in the comics. Like, mm. he got cancer. He lost his job because Spider-Man exposed him for writing a bad article. This is why Topher Grace is See, yeah. That's the thing. is that's The only thing I know about Eddie Brock is what Topher Grace brings to the table. Oh, yeah. Like, he went to the church where he got the symbiote to kill himself. Like, he, that's what he was there to do, and the symbiote was just drawn to him because he's like, oh, you hate Spider-Man? What are the odds? Yeah. Not a fan either. But um, I, I do – I this version of Eddie Brock grew on me, and I remember I was very apprehensive about it when they first announced the first mm-hmm. movie. With Tom Hardy. Yeah. Any other thoughts from you gentlemen? There, there was no big lobster tank scene, which that was disappointing. <laughs> I think the apartment fight scene really yeah. was the closest we're um, going to get to. Yeah. I agree. Um, again, just, uh, Tom Hardy just shows his both his humor and and there's a, I mean Andy Circus described their relationship as like an odd couple. Yeah, and you know a married couple basically. I mean that's what they were. Yeah, and yeah. I, think yeah. I really enjoyed that. You know, just the back and forth between the two of them. And again, it's him voicing. Venom as well and it right. just it works yep. especially considering Venom's at this point where he's like well I'm stuck here Man. I want to eat bad guys because like and be a lethal protector which was the uh, <laughs> the comic series that uh, Venom starred in yep. yep and Eddie Brock's like no I just fixed my life and you can stay because we, we're cool but like I want to do this and you know Rob you and I are both married to women I don't oh, want people I'm to think like, that we're married to each I'm other. Like, we got married. You know, Ronnie's. Is that, Ronnie's is that en- why I don't remember with that weekend two <laughs> weeks ago? You know, Ronnie's engaged. Sean's like the king of the bachelors in this room right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you're welcome. We all live vicariously. We live vicariously through Sean. But we've also, you know, Sean, Ronnie, and I shared a house for what two years? More, more, more three years. So we've all had an experience oh, no. where so, all the you years, know he lives with us for that long, and he's just like, Dude, I don't know. <laughs> did one, you guys did one podcast episode that entire time? <laughs> but um, like, so we've all experienced that uh, that roommate or or significant other kind of situation. And there are times where like you're like, I just need my own space. I just need this. Yeah. But for Venom and Eddie, they're stuck together, and their their goals seem to align at the end. That's why this movie was a little jarring for me. I wanted to see. Venom, the lethal protector. I wanted to see him saving people and and, and eating bad guys. That's weird, out of context. Yeah, but um, we did almost kinda. almost the eating yeah. bad guys part, but so, saving people we saw. You know, it's a similar gripe that uh, if you listen to our Marvel Netflix episode that I talked about, the Punisher, where there was a severe lack of the Punisher in it. Yeah, oh, yeah. So for me, like, I know we're gonna talk gripes, but we're talking about you know Eddie and, <laughs> and Venom right now. I like how at the end they're finally like on the same page. 
Um, it's a buddy comedy. And yeah. That, and I would love yeah. that. Like, as a movie, that sounds genius. And I really, that's the dynamic that it's carried a, it's the movie. A, and, and all kidding aside, I know this is going to come out as a joke, but it, I'm totally serious with it. It's a buddy comedy slash gay romance between Eddie and Totally Venom. fair. Yeah. yeah. All right. So next up on our list, we have Miss Michelle Williams as Anne, uh, who's a DA and Brock's ex-fiance. Or actually, she's not a DA in this. She's like a public she's a, defender. She's a legal legal aid. Like a legal aid, yeah. So she downgraded since the last well, movie, I, mean, I guess. She probably, got, out of, got out of corporate she business. Got out of cor- yeah. Well, she was fired, obviously, in the first one. Yeah. Well, first of all, I should say, we had a discussion before the sh- the, this rolled about what's the time difference between these two movies. I feel like it's got to be at least a year. I would say six months to a year. See, I was thinking yeah. like two to three months. Because there, there is a time jump in the first movie when he gets fired. I think it's like but two, it's also, three months. But okay. also, like at the end of the first one, they have their little moment, you know, at the end of the movie where they, they leave no on... idea. We're going to get I know. Back. They leave on good terms. And then it looks like this one is just like he did something again where it pissed her off. And yeah. like they, you know, he's... Like, However totally long it was between the two, it was long enough for Woody Harrelson to use hair relaxer. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Thank God they changed that wig. <laughs> oh, God. But, um, but it's a, Michelle it's a shame, Williams. It's a Michelle Williams, Williams yeah. really had, had nothing. really nothing to do in this movie, and it's a shame. She's a fantastic actress. It it it, it reminds me of what's her name, uh, Rachel McAdams and Doctor Strange. I mean, yeah. You're, you're, yeah, you cast these these wonderful actors sometimes, and it just there's nothing to the role, um, you know. And and we and spoiler alert, like at the end of the movie, you know, they kind of just part ways, and yeah. we're all we're all standing outside the movie theater going like. Yeah, we don't need to see her in another Venom movie. Cause yeah, yeah it she's really, done. It really just, there's nothing more no. to that character. Uh, um, they never gave her anything other than being damsel in distress. It, she was a damsel, but Only she, had, she had a couple yeah. of moments. I mean, the part with her and Mrs. Chen I thought was fun. Yeah. You know, she she's not afraid of Venom. Yeah. Like, that's Which the thing. Which is fun, like, yeah. That's, yeah. That's where I think her character is good. Yeah. She's not afraid of Venom. She's dealt with him. She's been obviously what do you call it you know connected with him yeah um so she knows you know his inner workings and stuff so the the back and forth between her and venom i thought was a good part mm-hmm. rob all right i'm gonna give you we're gonna play a game i'm gonna give you a list and you're gonna tell me which of these does not belong ready broke back broke back mountain just got it blue valentine my week with Marilyn. manchester by the sea venom let there be carnage Okay. You, you missed. You missed <laughs> you, you one. Go, you go oh, with her Oscar nominations. You missed, you missed one. Dawson's Creek. Oh, and Dawson's Creek. Okay, <laughs> I, don't knock Dawson's I Creek. I weep when I see Michelle Williams on oh, the screen in you this missed movie. One. Which one? Dick. With her and Kirsten Dunst. Kirsten oh, Dunst. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's a deep cut. That's wow. I Maybe seen that that's her shares. Dawson Creek days. Yeah. Probably shouldn't yeah. use the word deep in that. that. <laughs> um I, I do. I, I'm so sad when I see her up on screen because all I can think of her. If you have you guys seen Manchester by the Sea? I'm not, but I hear no. it's it is. Fantastic. She has well, you know, she and uh, what's what's his name, uh, Affleck, uh, Casey Affleck, are are dealing with the death of their child from a fire, and it is some of the most heart wrenching material I've ever seen. She has multiple breakdowns on screen. It is such an incredible performance, and then to see her interacting and becoming. A, a Venom superhero in this through CGI is just so depressing. I don't think that's going to make the Oscar highlight reel. Would it make you mm. feel any better if in the comics after Anne got the Venom symbiote and became She-Venom, 
she actually killed herself afterwards. If it was a good movie, yes, I could respect yeah. her for that. <laughs> Very traumatic. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was a, that was a rough one um, for him. But Michelle Williams is is an amazing actress, and I want to see her doing amazing work. And she's given like what four minutes in this. We're gonna talk yeah. about that. I mean, because in all honesty, she is she she does ha- she does help her. Pro- Progress the story. Uh, by the way, you forgot Oz the Great and Powerful. But anyway, it's also um, <laughs> another one. Be Natalie Portman in in uh, Thor. Yeah, but yeah. at least she's at least I can watch her in that and not be depressed because she's actually doing something. Yeah, but even I mean, well, Thor Dark World she does absolutely. Oh, well, that's and that's why <laughs> she quit. Actually, the MacGuffin. Yeah. Um, that's why she left. She's actually getting a you know basically a reprieve here because yeah. she's going to basically become Thor. So, yeah. right. but that you know it's a shame you know that a lot of sometimes you know Gwyneth Paltrow. I mean, it took her really? like 42 movies. Yeah. But know? at least she has a character and depth to her. Here she's yeah. more of just a, 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 a script, you know, device. Fair. And that's, and that's the problem. Like, I have to say, this, that's the problem I have with this movie. It's not Michelle Williams. It's not Tom Hardy. It's, it's not any of these people. It's the script. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Personally, I think this movie would have been fine if you could have taken Michelle Williams out completely. And then just change Venom's motivations for being the good guy at the end. Okay, yeah. you, you could have like it, it's, and in all honesty, I think this movie. I'm very curious given the given the last scene, what's going to happen with Venom, and because mm-hmm. he does have closure with Anne and, with uh, Annie and Dan at the end. Like he he kind of is like, "You're good, go. Yeah. I'm on the run." So I'm I'm very excited to see. If they if they they're gonna do a Venom three like it, it's it's only about oh, yeah. if, if this makes money absolutely which it is it is yeah. so. so just just full spoilers basically I mean we'll talk about it more but like the possibilities are really open for yeah. Venom yeah. right now and yeah. the thing that's great about this movie and the thing that I like Melanie and I were talking on the way back and you know we were talking about the movie was short but in all honesty it didn't have to do all the exposition. Mm-hmm. So, there was some exposition that I would have enjoyed like Venom's like oh shit that's a red one. Yeah, uh, more. Well, it it did do a good job in terms of like I have to admit it got right into the story in the beginning. Like there was no like let's get back. No up. recaps. Yeah, yeah. Nothing. Not, not, yeah, just like hit the ground running. Go. Like it even assumed that you saw the end credit scene for the last one. Yeah. yeah. So I, I give the movie its kudos with that. Like Andy Serkis made a very tight movie, and at no point do I feel like they must have taken something out here. I feel like that was like bare minimum and. I feel like if the movie had been longer, we would have gotten more weird Annie stuff. Yeah. Yeah. See, well, I'll get into it later. Yeah. You were hoping. All right. Uh, moving down our list up, we have Naomi Harris as Francis, or also as Shriek. Um, she's basically the love interest of Cassidy. Um, and basically her power or her mutation is Sonic Sonic voice, manipulation, I guess. Yeah. You know, Here's, I don't know because like it's weird. Sometimes when she's inhaling, it like sucks in the sonic. I have and then she so many logic out. problems with this movie. Yeah, and that's one of them. Yeah, yeah. And that that's that was like confusing with the shots where she's like, Here, here's another almost lot. like Kirbying it, <laughs> and then just releasing it. <laughs> here's another problem of logic. How, now, in the beginning, she gets shot in the face, right? In the eye. In the eye. <clears throat> How does that give you a blue eye? That's a fake eye. I mean, mutant. but it. She's a mutant, I guess. Did she grow a blue eye? It's so she can know. look comically accurate. So in the comics, she grows a blue eye. In the comics, she's she's always been de- depicted with a, a like an eye kind of scarring. Right. Um. So I think they were just trying to do that with. Because I couldn't figure out where why it was blue. 
I mean, they they can they can marvel logic at all they want. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It really was just to make her look comic. Okay. That was it. I know mm-hmm. nothing. Is she a mutant? In the comics, she is yeah. considered okay. a mutant. Yes. Um, I she, really thought they were gonna tie in like a I'm X-Men? going to this place you yeah. know in I gotta New go York to, I, I gotta go like, to high school in Westchester I would have been yeah. like okay that's good I like that but you know I thought I thought the same thing when she was talking about being a mutant I was like ooh that's cool and then oh well, that's she, what they do to you Marvel she, does that all the time she also didn't do much for me no yeah, no she's just, you know again another very good actress Naomi Harris you know, for you Bond fans out there, she's yeah, in Marty Patty. Mm-hmm. She was in the Pirates of the Caribbean movie. She's done a lot of other things, but it just there just wasn't anything yeah. there. I think she was she was mainly used for um, Cletus and Carnage's um, what, conflict conflict towards the end. You saw that conflict. and everything. You, you know, saw that. Yeah, I, I think that that was the main reason for having her involved later on there's, in the movie and breaking it out and everything. Not just so you that. Yeah. So, cool. for those of you guys who aren't familiar, Shriek was introduced uh, in the comics. I, I know her from the Maximum Carnage event, which is probably the most famous Carnage storyline. It does it's the you know the Spider-Man Venom team up with all the other heroes and against. So Shriek kind of becomes like the mother to Cassidy's father type. They have a very Harley Quinn Joker relationship. Um, it, it is not nearly as loving as it is in uh in this movie, where to the point where eventually I do believe like. I don't think she outright betrays uh, Carnage, but she's like, I'm out. So, yeah. yeah, very different in the comics, their their love relationship. I was kind of hoping for a little natural-born killers, you know, homage. Yeah, I got that vibe a lot. <laughs> I was really like, but Woody no. Harrelson, let's do this. We Come only on. got Bonnie and Clyde. Yeah, I got a little Bonnie and Clyde vibe. <laughs> yeah. All right. Wow, she's nominated. She's no, She was nominated for an Academy Award mm-hmm. for Moonlight. I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. Huh. Uh, she also was in Andy Serkis's last movie. What are the odds? Mowgli. <laughs> Mowgli. That's funny. All right, moving down our list. Next up, we have Dr. Dan, Mr. Reed <sighs> Scott. All right, I'm a big I, – I, I love Veep. Veep is a okay. really funny show, and he is um, hysterically funny in that show. And he, does, he has almost nothing to do here except nah. react. Yeah. I was glad to see him actually be a part of the plot at one point mm-hmm. when he did the whole like fire thing. I was yeah. very excited. I was excited like, about okay, that. he. I was I was good with I'm that. I was doing like, something. Yeah. I was like, I was like, oh, they're gonna kill him, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, they didn't. Yeah. It was it was nice. He was like, yeah, I'm winning. Oh shit! But at it's least like, he did something. It's like the fire yeah. and the sound without <laughs> the sound. <laughs> but knowing knowing his comedic abilities, it's kind of sad how wasted he is. Well, here. it sucks because in the first movie, I really liked Dan and if you listen to our review we talk about how Dan was just like a genuinely nice guy who was there to just help and in this movie he's very sniveling but yeah. that's but, why I also feel like there's a bigger gap between the first movie because I feel like something must have happened because yeah. you're telling me Dan his his opinion on Eddie changed that drastically in like a month it but just also doesn't seem... for me I like I was thinking about it I was like Dan never saw no, that's what Anything. I'm saying. He yeah. just saw Venom as like the that's what I'm in saying. the, the uh, observation room. Yeah. yeah. So I get I get his reactions. You know, he's, he's the he's the oh in the in the MRI scene. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. So that's he, what I couldn't remember. He's never seen the full Venom like look. Yeah. So I, I get I get you know that stuff, and obviously he's the, he's the audience surrogate. He's the one to remind us how weird all of this is. Yeah. But I definitely think he was very sniveling. So I. I was with you, Sean. When he started jumping the the gasoline in the fire, I was like, "All right, Dan, 
Because, yeah. like, I could see him going to the police station and be like, help my wife, you okay. know. My so name's like, Dr. Dan. But, like, when, when, Eddie gets, when Eddie gets arrested and he calls Anne and they're driving the car, like, Dan's like, oh, he's doing this again to you. And it's like, yeah. wow, like, you were so, like, on Eddie's side. You like, saved him yeah. from getting arrested. You know, you were like, oh, I'm going to take, let's take you to the hospital. Let's, you know, we'll do all these tests. And now you're just like, oh, this guy again. You know, yeah. God damn. It's like, oh, he's such a you know, also, millstone around our Also, necks. I get it, like. You're engaged to this woman and her that, ex-boyfriend. That and I, ex-fiance. I, I, maybe yeah. that's yeah. maybe that's it too, because he's just yeah. like enough already. Like you know, you're done with him. Like we're, we're yeah. engaged. Um, any other thoughts on Doctor Dan? No. He was there. No. Yeah, he's a thing. Doctor, he's uh, this thing that we watched. Yeah, right. <laughs> Next up, we have Stephen Graham as Mulligan. Uh, he's a detective that is hoping Brock would kind of help him. Uh, solve the case of Cassidy's murder victims it, and everything. It took me a while to remember where I'd seen him from, and I finally figured out that he was in Boardwalk Empire. He played Al Capone, and he's he's a good actor, um, and he does what he can here. Yeah, Paul. Um, he, he's I enjoy him and Eddie's relationship. It made it seem like they actually had a, a longer standing relationship, uh, friendship, maybe even. Like they kind of, they kind of, yeah. like they knew each other before this started happening. Yeah. But I, I feel again that maybe it's just a, a lack of of storytelling on on the script's part. But like, if they had just been like, "Hey, we've been trying to like," the, it's just you need to go talk to Cassidy. Right. Why reasons? And then it's like you found all the bodies. Like, I feel like there was there's some script at, moments that I need help missing. with this. At what point did they reveal or figure out that he was the cop that shot her in the face? I figured out that right away because they focus they on, his, on name. his name, name badge at the very yeah, beginning, right. and then right away they say his name. He wants to speak to you, and it was just like, yeah. And also they wow, show, they, they went they went I, quick with that because <laughs> I, I missed it, and then at some point I'm like, oh, he's got hearing aids. Oh, that must have been the guy. No, they yeah. when uh, when Shriek's yelling in his ear. Yeah, uh, you see, yeah. Uh, Demo oh, again. all right, yeah. That That's makes another sense. thing <laughs> they refer to her as Shriek like halfway through with no reason <laughs> yes, I yeah. that too. just so they could say her comic well I, I also noticed they refer to the symbiote he's got as carnage also at some point just he's like well we're, his we're, name's carnage I'm like okay we're, we're gonna talk about the the carnage okay. thing yeah in a second um actually speaking of carnage whoa we have woody harrelson as cletus cassidy slash carnage okay, i want to go last all right, so Oof. Paul, you're going to give us a little brief history of Carnage, and then we will talk about uh, Woody. All right, so Cletus Cassidy, Harrison, also is. known as Carnage, is uh, he's a fictional supervillain. He first appeared back in 1991, so he's not one of the older uh, okay. uh, Marvel characters, but he is a deranged serial killer. He is also one of the most powerful symbiotes that's ever existed. Because if it's one thing the kids want these days, it's serial killers in their comic books. Well, ironic. So let's discuss that. First, <laughs> and, first and foremost, the 90s was the edge phase. It was uh, the, yeah. the big armor, the edgy stories, Spawn. the dark was that Spawn. Was that the also when Joker cut his own face off, or was that no, later? No, that was way later. That, oh, was, that was okay. like more recent. But um, you got your Spawn, you got your uh, Asriel from uh, Batman, big armors, big muscles, that's big right after machismo. The Dark Knight Returns. And Watchmen, oh, yeah. late eighties. Yeah. So this was the, the sort time of, the of revisionist, edgy. the death of Sup- Superman, revisionist, that gritty, super, that gritty time, the gritty time, the navel gazing time. Now, yeah. <laughs> now we're also in a weird time where serial killer documentaries are some of the most popular things oh, that you yeah. can well, possibly you just imagine. On, Netflix's on, name to serial killers. Oh, uh, on streaming. a side note, I'm in the middle of watching Mindhunter right now, uh, um, which is all about. I, I don't know if you guys have seen I it. I keep it's on my list. I keep oh, it's to fantastic! Watch it. It's <laughs> 
David Fincher, and it's all about like the guy. It's the, the sort of documentary esque about the guys. What's who, this a podcast about again? <laughs> yeah, who right? coined the term serial killers from the FBI? Now, Cletus Cassidy, and obviously serial killers do have a very popular lexicon uh, type. They, like yeah, go you know, on Netflix and you see 38 million yeah. series. You know, yeah. Jeff, Jeffrey them. Dahmer had women fighting over him, yeah. and like Ted Bundy had women fighting over him. Like they had devo- devout fan bases. Mm-hmm. Um, serial killers Manson. have always Manson, Manson, the Manson family itself. Like so, serial killers have always been very prevalent. So Marvel decided to create a character where they wanted to popularize, or they wanted to cash in on the popular uh, nature of Venom, who was doing exceptionally well, and but they wanted a Venom that could go almost too far so the idea is uh cassidy and they they mentioned in them in the movie he does kill his grandmother he kills his mother in cartoons in cartoons which i thought was a i actually kind of like that i liked yeah. it. it very it, tim burton it yes. also shows the world from cassidy's <laughs> from cassidy's <laughs> mind is that a cross promotional but just um, wait and listen to cinematic adventures folks <laughs> yeah he's a very um Chaos, anarchy, very Joker-esque character, which um, I I was really upset that they didn't kind of lean into more with this. But in the comics, he shared a cell with Eddie Brock, who had been... Shared a cell? They were cellmates. Mm Mm-hmm. So Cassidy was just... Why? 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 (laughs) So Eddie Brock was arrested when he was separated from the symbiote and charged as Venom. So Eddie didn't have the symbiote at the time. Okay. But everybody knew, like, that's Venom. That That's him. Right. He just, he's a bad guy. Like, Venom was a bad guy when he first popped in. So, and Cassidy wasn't in any sort of asylum. He was in jail, so, Rikers Island. Okay. So the two of them shared, were cellmates in Rikers Island. When the Venom symbiote okay. came to save Brock, it unwittingly uh, left a spawn. Because apparently uh, the symbiotes, which are called the Clintar in the comics, they reproduce asexually and they don't always know that they did. So basically, he left behind a baby, and that baby bonds so fully with Cassidy that in the comics they don't even refer to themselves as separate beings. They they call themselves I am Carnage, mm-hmm. like, and uh, it's so ingrained in his blood that even when they removed the symbiote, it eventually regenerated and became a new symbiote, and that's how the Maximum Carnage story started. Wow, let's give him a round of applause for that. I didn't know any of this. Very good. All as right. always. So now. That so, we know our little history on Carnage. What are some of our thoughts about Woody Harrelson playing Cletus Cassidy in Carnage, Sean? Well, um, as everyone knows, I am not a comic book um, aficionado. So I knew, you know, from talking to Paul all these years that the character of Cassidy was obviously a serial killer. And him as Carnage even scared Venom. So I was like, I knew, you know, what to look forward to. And... Casting Woody Harrelson, I thought, was really good because Woody Harrelson can play anything. Mm-hmm. But just there just wasn't much there. And yeah. again, it just yeah. bugged me. I was like, this was, you know, he he you know he has a couple moments good with with Eddie Brock and and just uh, just yeah, it's not like watching him in Natural Born Killers. Nah, or something it just it just really again it, it just role. it maybe if the film was longer, we would have gotten more with him and with. Uh, uh, Naomi Harris maybe that's what I would have preferred mm-hmm. instead of getting more of you know Michelle Williams even though I do like Michelle Williams but you know as we talked earlier just nothing there there's only so much you can put into 90 minutes I guess uh, well that's the thing it's like to me this is the movie you know yeah. you, you don't want to you, yes you want to capture what made the first one good in the minds of some people um, but you want to add to it 
and obviously to me that is Woody Harrelson and it just not as much there to mm-hmm. me. So. Yeah, I'm looking at his other roles that he, even just like in the Hunger Games, like he's able to do so much with so little and here yep. he just didn't have much to do. Didn't like, have much no to do. No country but when for he, old men. When he was on screen, he was good. Oh, yeah. But it just, I felt like there could have been a lot more done both with him as Carnage and like with him out, out of the camp, Carnage. Yeah. So I liked him, but I feel like, you know, we, we, we missed out on what could have been a really good uh, performance there. Rob, what are some of your thoughts? Um, I I think it was inspired casting, but again, I think the script just didn't allow for... I, I See, and this is the thing. The movie is such a lean movie at 90 minutes that I think no one gets any room to do anything showy or interesting. Mm-hmm. And so I think, you know, like Michelle Williams and so many others, Woody Harrelson is just like... He gets a couple of good crazed looks to him, and that's about it. You know, there's not much else. And then there's moments where he's acting, and I'm like, I don't understand why this is happening or what's going on. Like, I have to say, the scene with him bringing in Eddie Brock to interview, I didn't know why he called on Eddie Brock, and nothing about that scene made sense to me. The first or second time? The first time. Uh, it was follow up from the uh, first movie. Yeah, did he talk to him in the first movie? In the in the mid in the mid oh, scene. Uh, so why did he bring him in then? They don't specifically say, and they they make it a point to be like, we don't know. He just saw your he, right. he read your piece or he saw your your report or something along those lines. Like there were so many decisions in the movie that were made, and it was just like, well, why? And the answer is because movie. Well, it, the reason why is because he's a serial killer. Most serial killers have a are very intelligent, have high IQs. Right. So I'm sure he did his research on Eddie but Brock it, and understood, like, you know what? This guy's kind of like me. Like, our backgrounds as kids okay. are pretty similar. So he can kind of relate to how I'm feeling and understand in a way. Like, And I think that's kind of what that led makes him to sense. it. The problem I had with the script is that there are so many of those conveniences that are thrown in, like yeah. the you know the captain just had happened to be the one that was the one that shot Shriek, yeah, and you know there were so many moments where it's just like it just yeah. too coincidental. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I kind of agree with you guys that it's Woody Harrelson. It would have been nice to see a little bit more of Cletus Cassidy yeah. um, than Carnage in this movie. Um, I felt when we saw him in jail, I, I thought that was some of the best acting in this movie, in was, the movie him, yeah. was him in jail outside of it. Once he escapes, I was like, uh, can I just draw attention to the very first moment we see Cletus and remind you that it is not Woody Harrelson. It's the younger version of Cletus yes. and how disturbing it was to hear Woody Harrelson's voice coming out of okay, a different that act. Was him, yeah. right? I, thought... <laughs> I, I was trying to figure that out too. I was like, was that Woody Harrelson like, or I, was that, uh, what's his name? Uh, Jack Bandera. I mean, I will, I, I will say I'm glad they didn't like de-age Woody Harrelson yeah. for that moment. Cause that lo- would have looked weird, but to just hear the wrong voice coming out of the wrong actor yeah. was so strange. It was weird. Yeah. Yes. Paul, what are some of your thoughts on Woody? Oh, man, Here we I'm, go. Got I'm, I'm a really, friend in me. I'm really torn. So there, there are things about this I loved. the The way that he transformed into Carnage was really cool. Almost like it was yes. exploding out of him. Yeah, I noticed like his face like kind of like split. So yeah. in the comics, Venom, or excuse me, Carnage gets into Cassidy. Uh, 
less traditionally, he goes through a cut in his fi- in his finger, I believe, okay. and which they pay homage to in this movie, where where? He, you know, where he bites Eddie and it's blood. That's why Carnage is red because he he got into Cassidy's bloodstream, blood and they that have such sense. a powerful bond that like it. That's why he's stronger than Venom. It's one of the reasons. Also, in in the continuity, of the symbiotes because he's a natural born killer. Yeah. The well done. <laughs> the the symbiote spawns are stronger than the actual symbiotes. Yes. So I was excited. I like Woody Harrelson. You know, we've seen him do comedy, we've seen him do drama, we've seen him do a White lot of White Man Can't Jump. White Man Can't Jump, Zombie oh Land. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers. 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 Yeah. True detective. Yeah. Um so for me, like King there Ken. there were some really <laughs> great things. I was exceptionally ups- I, I think they should have taken Shriek out completely. I don't, I, I don't dis- disagree, I don't with, disagree with that yeah. at all. I think because unfortunately we're at that point and and Rob you know you said it you wanted explanations uh, to a point you know movies but movies right. got a movie in this case I, one of the reasons we love the Joker from the Dark Knight is because he had no reason right yeah I don't need to see their wedding <laughs> like I, I I know it sounds silly but like no I agree like, with I, you. I, I yeah. get it it's it's comic accurate it it is a like a point of uh, in the comics but in all honesty. If we had just gotten like Venom and, and Eddie going, oh crap, we made this. Yeah. This is our responsibility. We have to work and have together. Have wreaking havoc. And just have Carnage going through the city doing what he does, doing like Carnagey things. Like literally, yeah. Carnage would kill people and then write the word Carnage in the victim's blood on the walls. Like Carnage was a hardcore serial yeah. killer before yeah. the symbiote. You know, Cletus Cassidy killed. He was arrested for eleven murders, but he he bragged about at least twelve more. Yeah. So for me, I would have much rather seen that aspect and almost like a detective movie with with Venom mm-hmm. and, and Eddie trying to track Carnage den, down. Now, don't get me wrong. I thought Carnage looked fantastic. Yes. yes. Agreed. Visually, he was a big step up from Riot in the last movie. And yeah. we'll, we'll talk about visuals, but... I completely forgot about Riot. <laughs> and see, that's the thing. In the first Venom movie, they were that, sure... That was, that was the... Um, uh, Carlton Drake at Riz... Uh, Riz Ahmed's character, yeah. right? Yeah. So wow. the problem with the first movie was they took two symbiotes that had a very similar look and, and composition and put it in a dark background. Yeah. And for this, like you could tell that's Venom, that's Carnage. And Carnage had such a unique style to him. He yeah. was—he was almost like a living monster. And that—that that opening scene with uh, when he busts out of the jail is fantastic. Yes. With the exception of the tornado thing, that was really it weird. Was weird. Yeah. And I don't know what the logic of it was, but I do like how instead of like when Venom he opens his mouth and and Eddie's in there. When, yeah. Like it's very different. But like when Carnage and, and uh, Classy yeah, Cassie they, split, it's like two heads. It's almost like. Like, yeah. it's very, it's different, it's jarring, there's, and I like it. because they're not symbiotic. Right. There's thought put into the special effects, which I can appreciate. Yeah. But that's also my issue. In the comics, they are the definition of it to the yeah. point where they are considered one being. And even though Carnage, the symbiote, has been destroyed over and over and over again, like, a character called the Sentry took him out into the space and ripped him in half. Mm-hmm. So why would they Why would they change it up like that? Because they thought it would be easier for the, for the audience to digest because that would require with- more script, more exposition. It's a lot easier if, well, all the symbiotes did this. So let's just keep it the same. And that's why, you know, Carnage pops out and he's like, I'm Carnage. Um, <laughs> bobbly, <like> bobbly. <laughs> Be, yeah. So how do you feel then about them killing off, oh, spoilers, killing off Cletus? I'm very upset about it. I I, I'm kind of by myself. So, it's like- why, why don't we do this? Take a break? No. Let's go round table. Eat some pizza. Answer, right. Paul's phone, answer Sean's phone calls. 
We're going to do a little roundtable discussion on things we liked and things that we didn't like. All right, so Paul, why don't you lead us off? What is one thing that you liked about this movie? Uh, one thing that I liked, um, I did like the visual effects, especially with Carnage. Uh, I liked seeing them do something different with the symbiotes. Like I mentioned, uh, Riot in the last movie, you know, like you see him do some cool stuff, and like, you know, Ve- Venom's like, he's got shit you've never seen. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he like he had some cool stuff, and like even Venom was, and he was like, oh my God. Yeah. But like, he still was very Venom like, and. Carnage, the visual effects of Carnage, the the way he exploded out of Cassidy, the 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 sheer like viciousness and animal like nature of it, I really dug it. So uh, the the visual effects, uh, that especially the ending mm-hmm. uh, fight scene at the church, is really good for me. Yeah, awesome. One thing I liked and didn't like, or just one thing I I liked. I don't remember. Don't worry, I got this, guys. Okay, I got Relax. You. I wasn't sure if I missed it, if I messed it up. Rob, what's one thing that you liked about this movie? Other than the ending. The credits. <laughs> the Eminem soundtrack. <laughs> Did he do it the, the soundtrack yeah. for this one too? I couldn't tell if it was him. Um by the way, he's the okay. Super Bowl halftime. I know. He, I mean, yes, I did see that. Yeah. That's awesome. Dr. Dre, Kendrick Lamar. Okay, here's Dave what Lush. I liked about it. The movie absolutely knows what it is. Mm-hmm. It knows that it's trash. It knows that it's not up to the same standards as the other Marvel I'm, movies. I'm confused. What, wasn't this supposed to be something good? <laughs> it's self-awareness is what I'm saying. <laughs> um, it knows, like I, and this is something I said earlier, that it has a more consistent tone. Uh, the tone is, like that, that was one of the problems I had with the first one, is that the tone was all over the place. It didn't know if it wanted to be a horror movie, if it wanted to be a comedy, if it wanted to be a drama. And this one at least tonally nails it with consistent con- like this movie is aimed squarely at the forehead of 11 year old boys absolutely yeah and it's the same sense of humor it's the same sense of logic it's the same you know there is no other audience member that is going to go and see this and go- and say wow i really walked away with something great about mm-hmm. this it's 11 year old boys yeah um which is funny cuz timmy at age 13 Said he didn't care for it all that much. Huh. Really, I will get more into that later. Yeah, all but right. that's the thing I liked is that at least it's yeah. it's a, it knows what it is. Okay, awesome, Sean. Uh, I just liked the uh, the continuing uh, growth relationship between uh, Eddie Brock and Venom. I just thought the the back and forth between the two of them, as I said before, I mean they're like a married couple, mm-hmm. and I just thought that you know added a little more to the movie. Yes, we saw that in the first one, but you even see it times a hundred in this one just you know you could see it on on eddie brock's face you know the annoyance the just you know he wants this to be over with and he's stuck to venom and that stuff so i enjoyed that part of the movie very much because it obviously shows tom hardy's uh acting range that he can work off of nothing and and, and still Mm -hmm. have a good performance yeah i'm gonna have to say um obviously other than visuals you know, Paul brought that up and everything. I'm going to have to go with the acting, I think, is what's good about this movie. Like, yes, Michelle Williams didn't have a big part. Woody Harrelson needed more. But I think with what they had, what they did, I think there's not really one person that kind of steals this movie. Like, yes, there, you there's could, only you, seven people in it. Well, yeah, but, I, but that's what I'm saying, though, is there's seven people and they all equally do a great job mm. 
not one person overshadows another person. I don't believe so. Um, obviously, yes, Tom Hardy is number one, um, but I thought Woody Harrelson as you know Cletus Cassidy was amazing. Um, just wish we would have saw more of it, but um, you know. And then Naomi Harris, I know we didn't really like Shriek too much, but I felt like with what she had, she did a great job. Um, Stephen Graham as Mulligan, you know. Again, there might have been some pointless characters in a way, but I feel like why they were there worked out and I thought that it was a great job. So I think the casting uh, was great for this movie. Um, one thing that I feel might need some improvements that I thought was a little negative um, kind of just goes back to that was just a, a lack of Cletus Cassidy I, and the fact that they killed Carnage, quote unquote. Um, I felt like it would have been a nice setup for a third movie technically um but keeping carnage as this big bad because he's supposed to be like the big bad to venom and the fact that he was kind of defeated and killed off within Ten you know minutes, and yeah. right away basically <laughs> of him being carnage it's it's a downfall to this movie there um, wasn't even like a sec because a lot of times like the first time the hero sees the main villain they're defeated and then the, yeah. and the, that's the second act and then the third act they have you know they come back and they defeat it. Yeah. there wasn't even that that second or, or, or first fight I should say where yeah. Venom was defeated like that's how brief this movie is yeah like yeah he was defeated in the fight at first but it was still the same yeah, they, fight they though stitched it together but yeah. you know what he also didn't fight Riot same thing yeah in the first movie, he only no had the final battle. I never claimed the first one was... But good. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> but it, no, it's yeah. more in, in keeping yeah. with their stories. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Sean, what's one negative about this? Um, you said it. I think it was just the the lack of uh, Cletus Cassidy. I mean, I was that's what I was expecting a little more of that performance, and we really just didn't get it. Um now, who's to say? I don't know if there's more in you know in the camera and they just got cut. Uh, we won't know until you know maybe a little ways past. You know, if people start talking about you know, oh, I had more, but it got cut out of film. You want the but, circus shots? So yeah, we. I just feel like we could have gotten a little more <laughs> out of the Carnage cut. character. All right, awesome. release the circus. And, and also the fact that they killed Carnage, I was I was surprised by that because yeah. it was it's kind of like you're killing the Joker in Batman. It's yeah. like. So you're they did though. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but it's like okay, so yeah, you're not going to bring Carnage Joker. back. Mm -hmm. All right, Rob. Something I didn't like or need. One, yeah, one, one thing. thing. One thing. Um, Just one. <laughs> the logic. Um, there okay. were so many moments where I'm like, this doesn't make sense. Why is this happening? Like the fact that Woody Harrelson Cletus falls like so far and you know doesn't. Like, like, just kind of shakes it off at the end there a little bit. Oh, no, bit. his leg's broken. Yeah, exactly. He falls like 40. That's got to be at least. Judging from what we jumped two weekends ago, you've got to say that's got to be over 22 feet. Oh, probably. So yeah. how could he just have broken a leg? Uh, I mean, the symbiote was still. No, it wasn't no, at that it, point. To a point, it still, I think it got disconnected afterwards. Okay, when they yeah. There were a lot of moments where I'm like, what does that mean? And it's funny, too, because even... Venom says it at one point because at the end 
uh, Eddie Brock says, well, you know, truth is the enemy of, no, facts is the enemy of truth. Yes. And I'm sitting there going, what the hell does that even mean? <laughs> and Venom then says, what does that even mean? There's another point where Shriek says, you know what they say with an eye for an eye. And I'm thinking, no, what do they say? Because that's exactly what they do say is oh, an eye for blind. an eye. What is, what is that? Like, there were so many moments that didn't make sense. So, like, there's a logic that doesn't pervade the script and dialogue that it just seems kind of thrown together mm-hmm. and, and edited down to its absolute nub to almost being nonsense. Yeah. Um, and so, actually, the runtime for me is both a good and a bad thing because, thank goodness, it wasn't any longer. But there was so much they didn't do. Yeah. All right. Paul? One thing I didn't like. I, I think the general consensus is uh, we would have liked to see more of, of Cletus Cassidy and Carnage. You know, Carnage is Venom's Joker for the most part, like the most powerful villain uh, that Venom's ever had. And, you know, a big part of if, if you were a 90s kid, there was a fair chance you had the Spider-Man Maximum Carnage video game. I, I remember <laughs> digging deep. It, you guys laugh, but I, I dug no. deep into that game. It had one of the best soundtracks ever of all time. I'm too old for that. Yeah, Sega Genesis, man. Uh. Oh, yeah, rocked it hard. But uh, for me, I, I definitely think it was a missed opportunity for them to have so little uh, carnage in it. And they should have made him, again, they should have just taken out Shriek, saved her for a later movie when you want to do your maximum car- carnage storyline, and just have, because you could have, carnage could be the, just the bad guy. I don't, there's a, there's a need for some reason to make the, the bad guys in movies relatable. Mm-hmm. Like everybody can relate to their lost love or like a, a love story type thing. For me, Give me a villain that has no rhyme or reason and take my money. Like I'm, yeah. I'm so down for that. I mean, it's, it's like the Joker does it the best, unfortunately. But now they they want to make their villains quote unquote complex. You can make a villain complex without making him complex, if that makes any sense. Just make him literally like, hey, I'm here to create chaos and carnage. Like that's yeah. that's all I tell me that that's all I need from Woody yeah. Harrelson's carnage. So. For me, I think a, a less is more type approach, mm-hmm. and ironically, in a movie that's yeah, super short. Yeah. Um, but I think if you would take it out the the shriek stuff, I think it's easily eighty minutes long without credits. Yeah, I think yeah. if you take it out the shriek stuff and really made Cletus Cassidy and Carnage a, a force in the city to be reckoned with, and and then show, and also, I feel like this movie did not take risks. Like they, we thought they killed the cop uh, Mulligan for a second. Like, yeah. We were like, oh, okay, ballsy move. And then you see and then he's, he's, he's yeah. got his own symbiote. To- Toxin, you said? Toxin before? is the name of I don't his know symbiote. That character. Yeah, he's a, a a good-ish, a better symbiote. Yeah. Okay. But, um, yeah, like, they, the body counts for the main cast, because the main cast is so small. Like, if they'd killed Dan, we would have been like, oh, man. Like, it would have resonated with us, yeah, there especially was, after there, his hero moment. There weren't any big stakes. So, yeah. I, I'm curious to see where they're going to go um, when we talk about the mid credit scene in a second. We'll yeah. Can I bring up a scene that none of us have talked about yet? Uh, Venom's coming out rage scene. That was very strange and very <laughs> yeah. out of place, but yeah, like I, funny though. Full full confession, I I, I fell asleep. Oh, I was gonna, <laughs> I, I was about to say like full confession. You've been to a rave. I, I'm I I did. I nodded off for a second during the rave scene because it was I was that tired and it was that like boring and seemed unimportant. I think there the were plot. better. I think there were better ways to show that Venom was working through his stuff but also missing Eddie at the same time. They yeah. could they could have done it better. Yeah. Um all right, before we do the mid credit scene and our Star City rating, do we have a Timmy's Corner? Yes. Um 
he walked out of well first of all he was the one that really wanted to see this i have to say that i probably wouldn't see it if it weren't for this show and for timmy Mm -hmm. um and he was the one that like wanted the entire family to go see it and everything which was sweet but like my wife was like i was trying to get (laughs) out of it um so we went and saw it and he he seemed to be enjoying it a little bit and then when we walked out i asked him what he thought and he said uh he says, I like the first one better. Um, he said the first one had more like depth to it. He said there was more character work to it. And okay. like, there was, he said this one was too simple. The, the other one was, was more complex. And I, I really appreciated that because he, it's funny too because he's being a 13-year-old, he is developing tastes beyond just like I want to be entertained. Like he yeah. wants to think too. Like he just – he we gave him a book to re- – he hates reading. Uh, which is funny because he's really, you know, he's the son of uh, two teachers that are both based in the in literature. And he, uh, we gave him Red Badge of Courage this week to read, and he like tore through it, mm-hmm. um, which show, which indicates that he, to me he is more of thinking on these deeper themes. And he just was not satisfied by this. It didn't. Th- it was thematically yeah. shallow for him. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Timmy, for that. Um, Star City ratings. I'll go first. Yeah, I got mine. Okay, Paul, you can go first. I'm gonna give it a three. It, All right, it, it was uh, above average for me. It was a good time. I enjoyed it. I could see myself watching it again, which is always a testament to how how much you enjoy a movie. I will not say quality wise, it was a three, but I think mm. it, it's like Sean said. Uh, Tom Hardy really sells this movie and makes it fun. Mm. Um, I could watch it. I could watch a show of Eddie and, and uh, Venom. Like yeah. I feel like that'd be a really good. Uh, Disney Plus show, obviously they don't have the rights right yeah. now, but uh, a Disney Plus show where basically I would love to see them just solving crimes every week, yeah, and then having like Carnage as like a, a background main villain. That'd yeah. be a great season of television for me. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with a three. It is slightly above average just for the sake of Tom Hardy being Tom Hardy. All right, uh, Rob, uh, two out of five. Um, like I said, I didn't hate it, and if it came on television, I wouldn't turn it off okay like i wouldn't look away like with some like like with some and and which is different too because like say for example just the new justice league snyder cut i would probably rate that higher but i would turn that off if it were to come on because i just i i can't deal with it (laughs) yeah um whereas with this at least it's like fine put it on in the background it's mindless okay um there's just nothing to it that like it's i didn't like i said i didn't hate it but i I wasn't necessarily entertained by it, but I wasn't exactly turned off by it either. All right. Sean? Uh, I'll go three and a half. Wow. Um, Big I, moves. I, I, I enjoyed the movie as I did the first one. Um, as as you know, Rob just said, I mean, it's a movie that if it's on TV, I'll watch it, um, which I said, which to me says a lot. And uh, it's, again, as I've said before, I mean, Tom Hardy is just the reason. That's mm-hmm. it. I mean, yeah. to me, he is the reason these movies are even being talked about, even made money. You know, it's solely on his performance, and this one was helped by Woody Harrelson, um, you know, and the Carnage character because he's a big character in the Venom, you know, storyline. So, um, but I, I enjoyed it. I think it's a, it's a hair better than the first one. <laughs> All right, um, I'm gonna go with a three for this movie, slightly above average. I'm not even the uh-huh. comic book guy here. What the hell, guys? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, again, it it just leaves the fact that they killed carnage is what's making it low for me 
if they would have kept it and had this this third movie being with it, um, I, I think it could have been a little bit better. But the fact that they kill off this big bad within you know twenty minutes mm-hmm. after he becomes Carnage is what does it for me. Um, but like we're saying, Tom Hardy saved it. Woody Harrelson as Cletus Cassidy saves it. The visuals in this movie are fantastic. Um, they did this same shot in the first one where you get half Venom face and half Tom Hardy face. Um, and this one looked a lot better and cleaner oh, yeah. than it did in the yeah. first oh, yeah. one. Um, so you, you could see that they kind of like learned from what they did in the first one and they improved it. But the first one was still pretty good visually, um, visual effects wise, other than you couldn't tell who was Riot and who was Venom at the end. Um, but I think the visuals saved this movie as well. So I would definitely give this a three. Would, would I have a question for you guys. Would you recommend this film? Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I would yeah. have no yeah. issue and, telling people right. to, to check it out. Who would you recommend it to? Well, I'd recommend it to you guys. <laughs> I was gonna say I would recommend recommend it to anyone that I knew was interested in like this kind of you know culture, you know comic book comic course. book I mean, type I, of culture. Yeah, I wouldn't tell my parents because they'd have no idea what yeah. they were watching. <laughs> I mean, like yeah, I asked my mother in law today, and she gave she gave me a hard pass on coming yeah. with us. I mean, like people I know ask me, oh, how was this movie? You know, because they know that I do the podcast. And I'll tell them, I'll be like, this is good. You know, I would go see it or I wouldn't go see it. Or whatever. And I would, I would tell people, mm. go see it. Cause again, it, it, and, but I would tell them like, it's not a fantastic okay. movie, but I'm like, you will enjoy it. I think we, I think we all are under that same umbrella where we yeah, enjoyed were, the movie. There were a lot of moments I didn't laugh, but there, I will say there was like one or two where that I did actually kind of like laugh. Yeah. And I, I'm glad they played into the comedy a little mm-hmm. bit more. Yeah. Um, so m- our mid credit scene, this is the big one. This is where I wish they didn't kill carnage off. Cause uh, I, I uh, think, uh, Oh, Oh, oh I, I have, have some a disagreement. Okay. We're now. So for those of you guys who for some reason didn't, so yeah, I guess. So basically, Venom is explaining to Eddie that there's so many things that that he knows that he hasn't shared with Eddie because it would explode his mind. And at first, you think Eddie's mind is actually exploding, but then there's a flash of light in the background, and the scene changes, and Eddie day, day is comes tonight. Day comes tonight. Night, different different hotel room, yeah. and yeah. Uh, Swan tells. And on, on the, the TV is J. Jonah Jameson talking about how Tom. Or excuse, Tom, Tom, Tom Holland. Yeah, Peter Tom Holland. <laughs> uh, how the MCU man is actually Peter Parker. In, in footage that's a slightly different than uh, the end of Spider-Man Far From Home. Implying that now Venom is currently in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yes. Uh, theories. Number one. I, I think Sean and I were discussing this off air. I firmly believe that that happens as Doctor Strange is trying to do the spell in the trailer. That mm-hmm. Peter keeps interrupting. And it goes wrong, and it pulls yeah. characters from other worlds into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. That's yeah. one of my theories. Also, two, there's no reason to think that we're in an alternate world, that there's a Cletus Cassidy in this world. And Carnage can always happen again. So that that's my one optimistic thing about that. Yeah, I, I'd have to, I'm hoping, that's why I was hoping they didn't kill him off. Um, was, because I feel like, this might have been said on air or off air, but... I do know that we specifically have talked about 
oh, in this movie, they better keep Carnage alive, and then you can have a crossover with Spider-Man and Venom trying to defeat Carnage. Mm-hmm. Like you said, hopefully this kind of opens up. Hey, they're on Apparently Earth they're gonna be fighting 2 Doc or what, whatever it is. You know, maybe the Earth 2 Cletus Cassidy is there with Carnage, and you know that's where we could end up getting a third Venom movie with Spider-Man in it. All right, I have a theory now that you've made me think about this. Are we entertaining theories? We are entertaining theories. I think that the moment everything zaps over for him is the moment that Sylvie kills Kang the Conqueror. Oh, from Loki. Spoilers for Loki. Sorry. Sorry, Sean. (laughs) I I think it's at that moment, because it's at that point where the universe kind of just splinters off. Well, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of theories that a lot of these big moments that are happening in a lot of the Marvel shows and everything, and people have done, like, videos that line up these timelines. Like, if you're watching What If, you know, obviously, if you're up to date on the latest episode, it... it, it, uh, it, I no, I am. It, that was more it, just like because uh, of the show. It, I, that's why I'm laughing. Yeah. <laughs> it, I, which, yeah. by the way, I believe we're covering what if next week. Yeah, because it'll be done. Yeah, yeah. But um, like every if you there are videos online that you can watch where people line up a lot of different scenes, like yeah. Wanda hearing her kids at the end of WandaVision and this, that, and the other thing, and they line up to to the point where Sylvie does Kills kill. Yeah. Uh, Kang. So it could be it could yeah, be I that I that think up. I personally think it's when Doctor Strange is doing yeah. mm-hmm. uh, the spell. Sean, any thoughts I on on the mid credit scene or theories? No, just you know we we saw it coming that they were gonna somehow get Venom involved. Yeah, in the MCU, whether that's a cameo, whether he's gonna actually now be a big. I don't think he's gonna be a big part in um, the new one. Maybe he'll be a cameo, but. The following movie, I guess, will be Spider-Man versus Venom. I don't yeah. know. What about so? In in the Spider-Man for, uh, No Way Home trailer, we do get cameos from Alfred Molina. Yeah. Uh, we see yeah. Green Goblin's Pumpkin right. Bomb. Those those characters are dead. What yeah. if Carnage is one of the characters that also gets brought in? You never. That's know. possible. Yeah. I think that'd be really yeah. cool. Um, I, I don't know if Carnage has ever been part of the Sinister Six. I I know that I think Venom has at one point. But that would be. I don't know my yeah. sinister six. Movie. Yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. All so, right. Yeah, that that would. Be, I, I will say I didn't. Knowing that there was a big end credits sequence, I'm like, I thought they might go there, but I really didn't think they were going. I thought it was going to be like, all right, they're going to introduce another bad guy. Yeah. Uh, you know, like they did with Cletus and in, in the last one. So I'm impressed with Sony and Disney that and Marvel that they were able to work out the logistics yeah. of this. Money to be made. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. So that's going to wrap us up for our discussion on Venom Let There Be Carnage. Before we go, we do have our Fan Feedback Friday. So this week, uh, in honor of October and the start of Halloween, which is uh, my favorite holiday, and Ooh. I do Fan Feedback Friday. So... There's that. This is so Halloween it started. This is Halloween. Might Halloween, as well. Halloween, Halloween. So who is a superhero that should get a horror style movie? So I'm not. I'm not going to read each person. I'm just going to literally go down the list. So now, well, before he does this though, I do want to say hi to my class. Um, I have. I teach at the high school at my job a comic book and graphic novel class, and I got them involved this week. And we are probably <laughs> listening to this in class right now. Word. So go for Word. it. All right. So we have. Uh, some very, some of them are, are really good actually. I'm, I'm, I'm digging it. We have, uh, we have Blade. Mm-hmm. We had a couple of those, yeah. I think. We had a, we had Blade was a few times. So. Yeah. Uh, Blade, The Punisher, Blade again, Ghost Rider, The Thing, 
even though the comment says already been done. <laughs> yeah. Um, scary Batman, like from the Arkham games with jump yeah. scares and where Joker cuts his face off. Uh, Loki with the Tesseract he can use to control minds. The Hulk, Squirrel Girl, would be terrifying. <laughs> Spider-Man, but with a radioactive spider breakout amongst the population. Wonder Woman, who is as a villain who kills all men, like an in injustice. That's nice. Vision as Ultron's pawn. Watch uh, the most recent episode of Wonder Woman. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Nightcrawler. I can see that. Ronin slash Hawkeye murdering people. That sounds lovely. <laughs> yeah, so we had some good ones. I'm surprised yeah. Venom wasn't put on there. Well, Maybe it's just a horror show as it is. To to be honest with you, like that again, like I said at the beginning, this this movie is like scary for like younger kids. Like I, I was kind of like in the theater today. There were a couple like like kids, yeah, kids in there, yeah. and I'm like I'm like sitting there and I'm like I feel like these kids might have some nightmares because of like they were probably heads all desensitized and teeth from and everything. The, uh, R-rated uh, trailer that came before it for The King's Man. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> for some reason in our theater, they played the Red Band trailer of The King's Man before this with like beheadings and they dropped yeah. two F-bombs. So. That's almost as bad as uh, taking your seven-year-old to see Deadpool. Who yeah. would do that? Uh, but that's going to, it to wrap us home. up for today. Paul, how can everyone find us? Well, the easiest way is uh, our website, misfitfaction.com. There you'll find links to all of our content, uh, articles, reviews, all sorts of things. You can find our Facebook page, The Multiverse Fancast. There you can leave us uh, comments, uh, find all of our podcast episodes. Uh, we are also on the Facebook podcast uh a podcast page excuse me so if you go to our page you can find uh, direct links to all of our podcasts you can find our YouTube channel the Misfit Faction Media Network and our Instagram the Misfit Faction and and our Twitter that I sometimes use <laughs> Misfit Faction awesome thank you for that sir and we would like to say a big thank you to Sean for joining us Woo! tonight oh, you're welcome I always like to add to your show awesome and we would love to keep having you back on Hint, hint, wink, that's wink. <laughs> but that's going to wrap us up for today. I'm Ronnie. I'm Paul. I'm Rob. Uh, I'm Sean, I guess. And we'll be back in a flash. And I am Venom, and it is a smorgasbord. <laughs>